burning his belly like no other and just loves to play. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and Justin kind of goes hand-in-hand with what this group's done and finding the hot hand. Um, you know, we're leading the NBA G League in assists per game. So it's not like we're struggling uh, going into last night, and I'm sure it's pretty close still that we were leading the NBA G League in scoring a game. So the, they are finding the hot hand. They're doing a great job sharing the ball. David Stockton's among the top five in assists per game. Uh, Justin Anderson has a 13-assist game under his resume this year. So when when guys are being unselfish and trying to find the hot hand, it, it does make the lineup fluctuation flow a little bit easier. Um, but then again, you get in that lineup fluctuation, and, and the division we're in, like I said, it's to me it's the toughest division in the G League right now uh, because us and Windy City and Cleveland and Iowa and even Sioux Falls, who has two wins over us, you know, we're all within two and a half games uh, of first place in the division mm-hmm. coming down this this last week before showcase. So it's uh, it's been a very crazy road uh, to get to this point and will continue to be uh, in Windy City tonight and the next week in Wisconsin. Now, if fans want to follow the team uh, in their pursuit of the showcase and during the showcase, uh, what's the best way to do it? Well, you can always follow us uh, on our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, then at ftwaynematants.com. Uh, some games stream live there tonight against Windy City will be uh, through our website. You can go to ftwaynematants.com, 8 p.m. Eastern start. Uh, there are some games on ESPN Plus coming up next week in Wisconsin, but you can watch a lot of our games uh, through our website. And I don't know if enough fans know that. Uh, you can catch us on the road. You can catch us at home if you can't make it out to the Coliseum. Uh, so a really, really clutch three games here in the next week, and uh, then we'll see how things are, are going to shake out as we head to Vegas. All right, Dan, thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Jim. All right, that was Dan Vance, Media Relations Director, Social Media Director of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, and our weekly Mad Ants chat. And, uh, yeah. Have you gotten a chance to get out and see the Mad Ants yet, Justin? No, not yet, but it's on my agenda in the new year and want to get Noah out to game because he loves going to Mad Ants games. Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh, uh, come back the 4th of January, the 8th of January, and then it, it goes from there, too, and uh, have a lot of things on the agenda for promotions, too, uh, in the start of 2023. So uh, get on out there. com is uh, the place to go. We're going to go ahead and step out, take a timeout. First, on this date in Fort Wayne sports history, December 10th in 1960, I was alive, but I wasn't very old. Uh, Mike Emmerich attends his first Fort Wayne Comets game. And uh, after, as he grew, grew up, he wanted to be a baseball announcer. And then he went to a Comet hockey game, listened to Bob, and, uh, and then wanted to be a hockey announcer. And whenever possible, Emmerich and his friends would drive up to be part of the Saturday night crowds at the Coliseum. Eventually, he started taking along a tape recorder, sitting in the upper deck corners to practice calling games. Then he'd take the tape to uh, Bob at WoWo, and uh, they'd talk about it. And uh, now he is the preeminent uh, Hockey play-by-play broadcaster in the NHL. Has done over a dozen Stanley Cup finals. He's done multiple Olympics, and he was pushed into what he's doing now based on the Fort Wayne Comets and Bob Chase. It's pretty cool. Yes, and when he calls a game, he's excited for both teams because he loves the sport of hockey. It's it's really awesome. We're going to take a timeout. We'll be back with more, especially Michael Franke, the Fort Wayne Comets. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. The Purdue Boilermakers are going bowling. He's got a man wide open. 
and Charlie Jones, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Tune in on Monday, January 2nd, as your Purdue Boilermakers take on the LSU Tigers, live from Orlando, Florida. This is the Citrus Bowl. Our coverage begins at 12 noon, right here on the Purdue Global Sports Network, from Learfield, on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan, and 100.9 FM. Investing in education-based athletics builds strong communities in a strong, successful Indiana. That's because when we support education-based athletics, we're not only supporting Hoosier student-athletes, we're championing the next generation of doctors, CEOs, and engineers, not to mention future teachers, first responders, and civil servants. I'm Brian Lewis. And I'm Chris Kaufman. We're both assistant commissioners of the Indiana High School Athletic Association. High school sports are the training ground for our future community leaders, impact makers, and world changers. When we invest in student-athletes, we're teaching them the importance of serving others selflessly. Leading them to become engaged, compassionate citizens who pay it forward and continue building a positive future for Indiana and beyond. Support the next generation of Hoosier Difference Makers by buying a ticket to your high school's athletic events. This is serving our community. This is strengthening our future. This is your IHSAA. Are you a business owner looking for a powerful way to make a difference in our community? Our sister station, K105, is getting ready for one of their most heartwarming, life-changing events, and your business is invited to be a part of it. The annual K105 Country Cares for St. Jude Radiothon is coming up January 26th and 27th. For those two days, they'll be dedicating their airwaves to raising funds for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, where children facing cancer and other diseases find treatment and hope without ever receiving a bill. Would you join them in making an impact for children both worldwide and right here in our community? Text CARES to 46862 for more information on how to sponsor the Radiothon and one of their team members will be in touch to explore partnership opportunities. That's CARES to 46862 to be part of the K105 Country Cares for Kids St. Jude Radiothon, January 26th and 27th with Fort Wayne's number one country station. They can't wait to hear from you. Shield Exteriors, home of the True Lifetime Warranty, wants to give you a Christmas of a lifetime. Text the word SHIELD to 46862 and register to win a grand prize of $15,000 in holiday cash. Shield Exteriors Roofing, protecting what matters most. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Is this Sticks, babe? Yes, it sure is. Babe, I'm leaving? Yes, sir. Okay. That's well. probably what Michael Franke has told the Comets, that uh, I'm leaving. I'm putting up with this crap anymore. Let's go to the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police, City County Federal Credit Union, and ask him. Good morning, Michael Franke. How are you, sir? Dennis D. Young and Sticks. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, those were the good old days. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah. And uh what a what a band that was. And uh, And they're still out there in a different form, but they're still out there. In, in, hey, first uh let's congratulate uh all the efforts made uh by your sister station, Wowo and the Penny Pitch and raising $207,000 for Honor Flight 
the Comets were happy to be the start of Penny Pitch again this year with the Bob Chase game. And what a tremendous effort by all of the staff members and all those people that donated. And, uh, you know, just a wonderful situation. It's one of the constants in the Christmas and holiday season is the annual Penny Pitch uh, from WoWo. And, uh, yeah, the job they do uh, year-round is uh, oh, is incredible. It's amazing. Yes. It's amazing. And as you know, I was around the station many, many years ago, 40 years ago when Penny Pitch was going on. And the way it has evolved today, uh, not only uh, from the financial standpoint and how big the money is, but also from, as you said, it's become a year-round situation. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the golf tournament in the summer, and it's just wonderful. So that is uh, that is just absolutely super. And then, you know, how about those mad ants, Jim? <laughs> Let's talk about the mad ants this morning. They're, they're, they're Right now, they're playing about as good as basketball as they've played in a long time. Oh, it's it's an exciting brand of basketball, and it, it's they, they're you know Gabe York is hitting clutch three pointers from deep in the corner, and, and just uh, it, it is it's a lot of fun to come out and watch them. I just wish more people would come out it's and exciting. watch them. Yes, it's exciting. I mean, York is the type of player that they haven't had in a long time, and these guys only come around every once in a while, so. Uh, Hopefully more people come out and, and watch the team play and root them to victory. They're, they're an excellent team. And then there's the Comets. <laughs> well, now, in reading the account from the game last night, and I was following the game more on Twitter with Justin Cohn, uh, and I wasn't able to get to a radio to listen to Shane, but uh, now he indicated, and, and, and Coach Boudreaux were were more impressed with the defense than they had been. Now, however, still giving up five goals, it's it tough to always win when you give up five goals. But yeah, the, yeah, you know, the goal, the, yeah, we made we we gave up two horrible goals last night, and I know point the goalie he he probably feels terrible today, but uh, two of the five goals should have never gone in, and. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's unfortunate. The, the winning goal scored with a little under three minutes to go in the game was, uh, you know, it was a very, very soft goal. And you just can't give those goals up. Mm -hmm. And uh, we scored five last night. Or uh, we, 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 we scored in, in succession and matched them with every goal that they scored. And it should have been enough to at least get to overtime. But... Uh, Right now, we're to the point where we got to score six goals a game to win, and you can't, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, and, you can't do it. You know, and and of course, the weekend's going to uh, be home tonight, but hosting Cincinnati, and then go on the road tomorrow with uh, Toledo at Toledo at the Huntington Center. And but Toledo is also a, a team much like the Comets, who are in in the words of the fans struggling. And uh, oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. You know, so we are, we're so lucky right now that we're in a division with Iowa, Toledo, Wheeling, and Kalamazoo. Because believe it or not, as terrible as we've been, we're only four or five yes. points out of the playoffs. So you know, 
it's, it's, we're very fortunate, but there's a pattern here. There's a pattern that, you know, we talked about this several weeks ago. The talent level has really fallen off in availability at this level due to the pandemic and the retirements and then the influx of players to Europe. And you're really seeing that in our division this year with Fort Wayne, Toledo, Iowa, to an extent, you know, uh, Wheeling and Kalamazoo. Uh, Indy is playing well. But, you know, Indy's way ahead of us. They're in first place. But in all honesty, last night, they did not impress me either. So, mm -hmm. But they're winning, though. That's the difference. Yeah. They yeah. are winning. Well, two points at a time, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and now the Comets made a few trades last week. And, uh, you know, to and that's that's one of the things that can be done. But is it more difficult now, Michael, to make a trade, to execute a trade? What with the Players Association and agents and things of this nature to do that? And, and more players being property of uh, different NHL organizations? It's very difficult, uh, very, very difficult. And the talent pool available is part of the problem there, too. But, uh, yeah, there are other, you know, to get Peters from uh, Bakersfield, for instance, uh, we had to make a deal with Wichita to get his rights in this league mm -hmm. because his rights last year carried over and were owned by Wichita. So, you know, that, that took forever. Uh, there's going to be a, 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 some more changes early next week and uh, that are going to fortify our defense. But, yes, it is very, very difficult to make those kind of moves. And you're almost to a point where you're, you're swapping tires. You know, uh -huh. you're taking your tires off of your car, and you're getting tires from another team. And, you know, they may not have a lot of tread on them. But what you're hoping is is that that player plays better when he gets a change of scenery. And yes. the team that you're trading with hopes the same thing. And uh, but you know, they're right now as you sit out there, there you know, there's no Constantine uh, uh, Shafranoffs or Colin Chalk sitting out there that you can say, okay, let's go sign that guy, and he's going to make a big difference on our team. It's just not there, and and it's not going to be there. Yes, indeed, and of course. As we said, uh, Cincinnati in town tonight. Tickets still available. Seven thirty start. Uh, yep. We are. Yeah, we got report card night. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, even my my twelve year old, he plays Super Smash Brothers, and so I'm kind of telling him he's got to get a little better. And here's the mark you got to hit. But then by the time <laughs> he, he's ready for college, it'll be a whole different game by that point. So you know, who knows? Who knows where the future goes with these things? But we're excited to be a part of it. Now, Mike, let's let back up just a tiny bit. You said they work out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you've got to, you sit in a chair, right? So uh -huh. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get the rest of your body right. So you gotta, you know, get on the treadmill. You gotta do exercises. You gotta keep your mind right. Uh, you don't want to just be someone that sits in the chair. I mean, I know there's a perception, you know, right? These are people that sit in a big chair in grandma's basement or mom's basement. That, that's not who these kids are. These are, uh, these are competitive kids and they, they want to get better. Uh, so yeah, I mean, outside of just practicing the video game, I mean, they gotta, Keep their bodies right. They got to keep their minds right because if you're in a competition against somebody else who has a little bit of a mental edge, then you're probably going to lose. So we want to make sure that we're physically, mentally, and and obviously in the gaming side ready to go.
Yeah, I can, I, I can now see, I mean, reflexes, quickness, uh, yep. you know, hand dexterity. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yep. I'm on board. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's incredible. Well, Mike, thank you uh, for joining us this morning and enlightening all of us all about this. Uh, my goodness. And then uh, uh, with indoor track as well as basketball still, uh, still going strong. Uh, it's, uh, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Get out to Hustle Athletic Center because they're home today at 1 o'clock and then approximately 3 o'clock uh, for the start times against Spring Arbor and uh, get out and see these Cougars. Absolutely, yep. And then uh, obviously we've got a bunch of signings coming in, so we'll talk about those probably over the next week because we're going to have a bunch of games. But a lot of local guys coming to, to join the Cougs uh, and play some football for us. All right, sounds great. All right, Mike, well, we'll talk to you next week. Great. Have a good weekend. Thanks. All right. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. And I am going to be uh, texting uh, three or four of my grandsons uh, out of the five. The the one is, just, well, Ronan. He's just, Ronan. he's, he's going to do his own thing. Oh, uh, love that kid. He's four. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the other ones, I'm going to uh, basically encourage them. Yes. To uh, get onto those video games a little bit. Yeah, uh, right. You can pay for, in all honesty, seriously, you could get money for college. I mean, look at Manchester. Manchester and and McCaffrey said it is a powerhouse in terms of this e gaming, and it's very expensive to go to Manchester. So yeah. if they're giving out scholarships for gaming, e gaming to go to Manchester, absolutely jump on it. Yeah. The perception has changed. Absolutely. Yeah. Money's gonna, money. Who cares how, what you're doing to get well, it? Exactly. Right? Well, we're going to go ahead and step within up. reason. Yeah. Well, it's and true. even not within reason. You do you. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> Speaking of you do you, we're going to come back and talk to Dan Vance, uh, media relations director, social media director of the Fort Wayne Maddens. Uh, he's going to do him. And uh, uh, we're going to talk to him when we come back from break. But uh, you're listening to Talking Sports Powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Did you hear about Taco Bell's apology? Yeah, they apologized for going too far with their breakfast. Like the naked egg taco and chicken biscuit nachos? It was too much. All you need in the morning is tasty, simple food. Like the breakfast crunch wrap. Fluffy eggs, melty cheese, sausage, crispy hash browns, wrapped in a warm tortilla. Or, as some call it, a breakfast crunch thing. Grab one today, only at Taco Bell. At participating U.S. Taco Bell stores during breakfast hours only until 11 a.m. While supplies last, contact local store for hours and participation, which vary. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with free in-home water tests from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that I receive. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up and explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service. Your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer, Gibson'sHeating.com. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section. When Dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL, opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? 
Opioids are powerful, pain-reducing prescription medicines. But most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Big Eagles fan. Big Eagles fan. As is my wife. We went to see the Eagles, gosh, what's it been now, five or six years ago down at uh, the Fieldhouse. Uh, I'm Henley Glenn Fry. Big Joe Walsh fan. Yeah? Yeah. Timothy D. Schmidt. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I heard a story yesterday, and I, re- I think it was uh, on, on, uh, on Stern with uh, Steven Tyler, talking about Aerosmith, talking about Sweet Emotion. And when they recorded that for the initial album, they forgot to bring a maraca. Ah. And so Steven Tyler said the maraca sound you hear is a sugar packet. Yes. I, I heard that interview. Yeah. It's a sugar it packet. It is a sugar packet with the mic turned all the way up, and he just put it by the mic and shook it. That's a sugar packet instead of a maraca. Yeah. You know, and, and we were watching a movie the other night, and uh, hang, we'll be right with you, Dan. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> but we're... Um, the wife and I were watching a movie. Diane and I were sitting there, and she goes, you know who that is? And she does this all the time. I go, no, I don't know who that is. She knows movies like the back <laughs> of her hand. I said, I don't ask you who the third starter is for the Kansas City Royals, <laughs> do I, when he comes into a game? No. And anyway, uh, she goes, well, it's Liv Tyler. I go, oh. I said, you know. I said, her half-brother is Rex Rundgren. Yeah. And we should so, like. Yeah, so so Steven Tyler and, and Todd Rundgren kind of love the same woman. <laughs> and uh, Not at the same time, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm think. I'm fans of both. Yeah. Big fans of both. But anyway, let's go to the Talking Sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union because on that Talking Sports phone line is none other than Mr. Dan Vance of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Dan, good morning, and how's your music uh, uh, knowledge this morning? You ready? You know, it's it's decent. I don't know that I'm ready to dig in quite as deep as you guys just did okay. um, with the the relations part of it. But, you know, it's I think it's pretty solid. Well, it, I mean, it, it, well, well, Rex Rundgren was the shortstop for the Kane County Cougars who played Midwest League Baseball in Fort Wayne against the Fort Wayne Wizards. And I had the opportunity to interview Rex, and my first question to him was, Hey, when an opponent hits a home run and and they celebrate and they play bang the drum all day, does that kind of uh, <laughs> get you upset because that's your dad <laughs> singing that, you know, when they're celebrating the other team uh, hitting a home run? And he goes, no, not really. And so I mean, he, <laughs> he left. And it a, went downhill from there. He left a lot of the personality to his father. But, uh, <laughs> sure. you know, anyway, so the Mad Ants. Chasing that showcase position, uh, tripped up to the uh, Windy City Bulls last night, and uh, but still, Windy City, Fort Wayne, two excellent teams in the NBA G League. Yeah, absolutely, and I mean it speaks to the strength of our division 
right now. Um, there's been times here in the last week or so when uh, if you look at who is in position for the Showcase Cup, that there were up to four teams from our division that were in uh, at one point. Right now there's only two in, being Cleveland and Windy City, uh, and we're sitting right there with Windy City uh, heading into our last three games before the Winter Showcase. So uh, a great division and a great game last night. You know, They, they had some strengths. Uh, we had some times we were hitting really good from deep. Trevlin Queen had a fantastic night back in the lineup after a stint up with the Pacers. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, they were just a, a little stronger on the interior than we were, and so we'll we'll run it back tonight with them in Weddy City. Now, as far as the health of the roster, and I know that, uh, you know, Benny Boatwright uh, is one of the bigs, and uh, when he's out, it seems like you don't have as much of that rotation, obviously, when you could put Norvell Pell in there to, to muscle up their big guys. Uh, you know, Norvell did a, a decent job on Luca Garza last week, but still, Luca's going to be Luca, and Luca uh, got his points and boards. But uh, my goodness, you know, when you're missing a Benny Boatwright, you're missing a, a key ingredient down low. Yeah, so we're, you know, actually in a situation last night, Norvell did not play either in Windy City. He's currently in health and safety protocols. So uh, playing, it's a big, is Justin Anderson and Jermaine Samuels, who both do really admirable jobs. I think Jermaine has been uh, a revelation at times for how he can play inside at 6'7", is kind of a, a combo wing naturally, mm-hmm. um, but has played really well. He played really well on Luca Garza at times. Uh, did well last night on Costa Santos de Cumpo. So, um Right now, we're just we're trying to get healthy. Uh, Norvell out. Tevin Brown missed last night's game as well uh, with an injury. And, of course, we haven't had Benny here for a couple of weeks as he's nursing a knee injury and, and trying to get healthy probably for the regular season more than anything at this point. So uh, trying to stay healthy, seeing a flux. We've seen that all year with the roster. Uh, both Kendall Brown and Trevlin Queen were with the Pacers on part of or all of their West Coast road trips. So, uh, you know, it's ever-changing roles. Uh, it doesn't make it easy. Uh, it happens throughout the G League, so it's not like the Mad Ants are uh, unique in that. But, as, you know, we talk about our team. Uh, the starting lineup has changed nearly every night. So uh, guys are just trying to settle into what is needed of them on a nightly basis. And so hey, it can be tricky at times. Yes, it can. Yeah, And, you know, you're talking about Tevin uh, Brown and Jermaine Samuels, uh, guys that have uh, have stepped up. And, and really given a, a great contribution coming off the bench. But uh, another guy, David Osservitas, uh is coming in, uh, cracks the starting lineup, and, and that's another guy that can, you know, step out behind the line and, and shoot very well percentage-wise uh, in, you know, in, in shooting threes, but then he can also bang down low as well. Yeah, I think that uh, David Oss's work around the rim is uh, not given enough respect because he's such a good shooter, uh, but he's crafty. You know, mm-hmm. he brings that, that European style, uh, very fundamental and educated game to the mid-range and even around the basket. Uh, and there's another rebounder out there for us, had lettuce and rebounding um, the other night in Cleveland. So uh, him stepping up has been huge, and, and, you know, it's been just by committee. We've had, you know, some big nights, obviously. Gabe York, you know, just named NBA G League Player of the Week for the second time this season. Uh, Travell and Queen, like I said, had a great game last night. and Was just shy of two franchise records, uh, two steals, or three steals away from the franchise record, and two made three-pointers away from that record. So uh, big numbers every night from somebody, but it just had to be a different guy sometimes. Sometimes it's, it's TQ, sometimes it's Gabe York. 
Sometimes it's been Servetus. Uh, it's been Justin Anderson. It's been David Stockton at times. So uh, it's weird that we're still talking about a feeling out process this late into the season uh, as we get to mid-December, but uh, there hasn't been a ton of consistency. And like I said, it's that's, that's a partially G League wide. It's not as crazy as it was last year with call-ups mm. and such, but yeah. uh, there have been uh, quite a bit of moves roster-wise throughout the entire G League. You know, we play Windy City. They're a team that sometimes they have Marco Simonovic on assignment, sometimes they don't. He was on assignment last night, but injured uh, or ill and not in the lineup. So uh, every team has had to go through it a little bit here and there with a, a changing look and having to adapt. Well, and as you said, Dan, in the G League, you know, with with all the roster flux and everything, too. I mean, it's just a testament to some of these coaches, and, and especially Tom Hankins of the Mad Ants, to be able to work and work with interchangeable parts. Where, and as we've talked earlier about Justin Anderson last year, he has, uh, he, you know, he he carries the offense last year. This year, he's doing whatever's asked of him. If he needs to run the point because David Stockton's with Team USA, he does it. If he has to, you know, go up and in in, you know, play the 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 four or something like, he'll do it. And and he'll go in and and he'll bang down low. And he's got that that experience, that veteran experience in knowing what to do, read the caroms and things like that when he's got to go down low and, and rebound. So, but he's doing it all. And, uh, you know, he's not scoring a ton, but he knows he doesn't have to. You know, just get the ball to Gabe. Get the ball to these guys. Get the ball to David Oss. You know, these guys that are hot, find the hot man. And um, he he just gets it. And, and to have played in, what, nearly 250 NBA and Leo 37, DeKalb 31. It was uh, Woodland over Bluffton 42-34. Adams Central loses to Jay County 62-44 and Fairfield takes down uh, the Lakeland Lakers 59-33 east side of 50-17 winner over Prairie Heights and West Noble over Wesco 50-42. Those are some of the scores from around the area last night. Uh, Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and take our first break of the morning, but before we do, I want to tell you about Culligan. Uh, how's your drinking water? Do you do you buy bottled water when you go to the store? Do you buy a case of it and then lug it, put it in the trunk, get it out of the trunk, take it in the house, do all this? And and what are you spending on it? Yeah, you get the good stuff. It's you know a little bit, little bit more. Hey, call Culligan seriously. Call Culligan four eight four eight six six eight four eight four eight six six eight. Ask them about their reverse osmosis drinking water system. It's inexpensive you can buy the system or how about this you can rent the system have them come they will install it for you they'll get everything all set up they'll check you will have pristine bottled water quality out of one of your taps here we have it in our kitchen diane loves it she cooks with it she she feeds the the animals get only reverse osmosis drinking water the pristine stuff in their bowls it's great it tastes wonderful and you're gonna love it buy it or rent the system either way it's very affordable either way you go but give them a call and ask about it the reverse osmosis drinking water system from culligan call them today at 484-8668 that's 484-8668 give your people culligan water we'll be right back 
Time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance as well as renter's insurance flood and umbrella policies multi-policy discounts are also available and make sure to ask ron about the good student discount up to 20 percent let coach wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance don't put it off contact coach ron and the wise insurance agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at the wise Dan Patrick at 9 a.m. on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. I know it's early, but I like to see kind of signs of when that guy comes back or that guy gets healthy. I don't know how healthy Clay Thompson's going to be. I don't know this version of Clay Thompson, how good he's going to be. But right now, you know, you're wasting these efforts from Steph Curry. Dan Patrick at 9 a.m. Download the 1380 app. Listen from your smart speaker or log on to 1380thefan.com. BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA, welcomes basketball fans with a slam dunk offer. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll automatically receive $200 in free bets. Just use bonus code CALEB200 when you place your bet. Enjoy this NBA season like never before with a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and the best daily promotions in the business. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code CALEB200 to win $200 if either team hits a three-pointer in the game you wager on. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Indiana only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 1380 The Fan is looking for our next all-star advertising account executive. Do you have what it takes to join the fan? Text RADIO to 46862 right now. Text RADIO to 46862. Are you passionate about doing your best, working harder than everyone else, and you want the rewards that come with a sales career with a fan? I'm talking real money, including a $5,000 sign-on bonus if you're good enough to sell advertising on Sports Talk 1380 The Fan. Do you have the sales experience in retail, customer service, or business sales? You could be the one advertising sales all-star we hire. Text RADIO to 46862. We invest in you before you start on the job when you take our free sales talent assessment. Text RADIO to 46862. Our advertising sales reps enjoy flexible pay time off, a work-life balance that your friends will envy, and all the usual benefits. Someone's going to get a $5,000 sign-on bonus and an all-star career on the fans' advertising sales team. Will it be you? Federated Media, an equal opportunity employer. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Justin Kenny, I think you've stumped me unless those are whales communicating. With some guitars, some Van Halen here. There we go. There, okay, I, I hear Eddie now. Yeah. There we go, okay. I feel a little embarrassed. Anyway. 
<laughs> well, once again, welcome back to Talking Sports Powered by Automotive Color and Supply. As uh, we get through this gloomy Saturday morning on December 10th. So when, whenever I'm, you know, sad and, you know, bad mood because the weather's bad, I always call Mike McCaffrey, University of St. Francis. I do that. And guess what? You did it. And he's on our uh, Talking Sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union. Mike, are you there? I am, Jim, oh. here just to uh, brighten up your Saturday morning, apparently. It, and you just did. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That well, was uh, easy. Got uh, any of your Christmas shopping done yet? Oh, man, we were done online the day after Thanksgiving, I think, for the most part. Really? So now you're just sitting there waiting. You got two weeks to wait now. Yeah. And yeah, now, now it's, now it's you know, my wife has to restrain me every time we go out and i'm like well what about this here can we grab this for Balin or this for Coach? Like, no we're done we're done we're done and i'm like well maybe, you know leave me room for one more so like we gave him a pair of jeans that we got him for christmas we actually opened and gave them to him to go to the little seventh and eighth grade dance last night down at st john uh so i'm like oh cool that's one off the board now i gotta go to replace it so i can get one more ah there you go okay okay so you're 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 keeping slots open this is kind of like fantasy football okay i got uh, yeah. the roster spot yeah i got i gotta fill it but yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that, or or you get all your shopping done early, and I'm just knowing this from hearsay because I've never gotten my shopping done early. But you get it done early, and then the kids about three days before Christmas go, you know, I kind of changed my mind. I, yeah. I boy, I've I've seen this, and it's not what I thought it was. I want this. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we didn't leave much room for much of that. There we so go. Hopefully, hopefully they they <laughs> haven't changed their minds in the last two weeks. Okay, well, what's on the wish list for University of St. Francis Athletics? Well, I mean, we got a, a couple gifts yesterday. We opened up uh, well, our second track meet of the season. And uh, last Saturday, Alex Abatino uh, qualified for NAI Indoor Nationals, hitting the, the A standard. And then yesterday, she hit it again in a different event. And then Spencer Carpenter, um, the sophomore coming back, who was our, our best men's distance runner, qualified. And so did Joe Painter, our pole vaulter. So all three qualified last year. Uh, for the outdoor national championship, so we're excited that they're all going to be heading back to the indoor national championship this, this year. So that was a kind of our first event of this week uh, before our doubleheader today. So it was good to see them get out and, and get some success. And uh, Coach Allison and Coach Moody have been doing a great job. And uh, obviously Alex leads the way. And, and we've got some other ones that are coming along trying to get a get a good team score out there these days. Most definitely, yeah. I did see that uh, that indoor track is is up and running already. And uh, it's just just amazing between the indoor and outdoor seasons how much activity they do indeed get. Yeah, and we're fortunate. We've got two really nice facilities here in town, you know, over at PFW where last week's uh, indoor meet was. And then Turnstone will probably be hosting one here. And yesterday we went up to Grand Valley State and their facility. So it's nice to have so many good indoor facilities here in the Midwest where we can go get some of these meets in this time of year and, um, you know, obviously it's indoors, so you're not worried about the weather, but travel always gets you uh, sometimes going back and forth. But, uh, no, proud of that team, proud of, of where they're going to be heading this year. No doubt about it. We're talking this morning with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. And men's and women's basketball have a, a doubleheader once again today, and I believe uh, they're at Spring Arbor, correct? No, they're home. We're home. They're home. They're okay. home uh, against Spring Arbor. Well then, I I goofed up twice uh, two weeks in a row then for that. <laughs> I was wondering so. if my I keep now after you said it, I'm like, man, is our schedule online wrong? Or <laughs> one, no, just Jim. The Journal Gazette flips yeah. it around on us a couple times, but man, now you got me all worried. 
Yeah. Well, anyway, there's there's a double header today. That's all yeah. I know. And I'm, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll let I'll let you from here on out. I'll let you tell us where the games are at. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, uh, Spring Arbor and, and they're the Cougars as well. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. One of three in our conference. So us Spring Arbor and Mount Vernon are all the Cougars. But I do have to say, I think our logo is the best. Um, but yeah, the, the Spring Arbor Cougars will be coming in today. One o'clock for the women's game, three o'clock for the men's game. Uh, Lost a couple tough games out at Grace last Saturday. Um, battled hard in both, but just came up short to a couple really good basketball teams. So I know they want to get back on track. It was our first loss for the for the conference for the women. Um, so I know they're they're wanting to get things right here before we head into a little bit of a break, um, and then we come back after the uh, first week of January and really get into the Crossroads League. So this will be the the last games for a while. Certainly for the men, the women will be home again on December. 30th against uh, Indiana Tech in a non-conference game, but this will be the last doubleheader at home, last chance to see definitely the men until next year and the women until uh, close to the end of this year. And also, I want to talk about e-gaming. This has become at more and more universities, and I understand that University of St. Francis has just signed an e-gamer who is one of the top-rated Fortnite players. The top-rated, yeah, the, the top-rated okay. high school Fortnite player in the state of Indiana. How about that? I mean, <laughs> it, 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 boy, okay, now Justin's interested. I'm Just, interested because uh, I'm sure my son is number two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. My grandsons, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty competitive. We've all got, we've all, we all probably know someone on the top 50 leaderboard. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and and tell us, and for those that aren't familiar with e-gaming. Uh, as far as being a competitive sport, of which it is. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, yeah, we started it about three years ago, um, and last year brought in an alum, Tyler Spiegel, uh, who played golf here at USF, but without, he's out in the banking industry, and uh, but is a competitive gamer himself. He's one of the top 001% Rocket League players in the world. Uh, so Tyler has a great following. You know, they get all over social media and they have kids follow their their uh, contests online. We competed in Rocket League the last two years. Um, or, I'm sorry, Super Smash Brothers the last two years. I keep getting these games confused, sorry. Uh, and we were in the Great Lakes Esports Conference, and we finished uh, second this year uh, to a powerhouse over there in uh, Manchester. Uh, but we've knocked off some really good teams. We've competed. That was the one team. That, so you've got four or five different games that you can play, and then you put a team of four or five together. And then you go out and you compete against other schools that have those same. So Fortnite, we didn't have a team this year. We didn't have five people to play. So now Tyler has built up. We had two here, and now you add this top Fortnite player. We add another couple to the mix, and then we can go compete in Fortnite. So we've got Fortnite, Valorant. Rocket League, Super Smash Brothers, those are the games that most of the colleges are playing. And we're pretty competitive in Super Smash Brothers. And I know with this edition, we're looking to get into the mix a little bit on Fortnite now in uh, 2023. And and once again, for those not familiar, when you go out and recruit, there are uh, scholarships or grants for these? Sure. It, yeah. it, this is this is for all the grandparents out there that want something yep. for their grandchildren that uh, you know and, and you're hesitant about that video game. There are college opportunities to defray the cost of college if your grandchild is proficient at a video game. Yeah, no question. I mean, we we give 
such good financial aid right off the bat at St. Francis with our academic awards and uh, the grants and things that we provide. And then you throw another couple thousand bucks on top of it for, for an e-sports player. Um, and yeah, it certainly helps them out. I mean, they, they practice, uh, they work out their team building. Uh, it's, it's a sport. It's a team environment. Uh, we love what Tyler's done with the program and how he's kind of taken it to a little bit of a next level because of his presence online and, and just knows how to go out and get those kids. So, uh, over the next couple of years, hopefully it, it explodes even more. We can have you know four or five different teams on each sport, and we're out there competing. And uh, again, these kids are competitors, and they grind, and, and they're in there practicing in our esports arena at all hours. And the good thing is, it's one that you don't, you know, you don't have to be at the gym, you don't have to be outside of the track. We've got an arena right on campus, and it can be open 24 hours a day, so they can go in and get their work whenever that they want to. Uh, so it's it's fun, you know. It's it, when it first started, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll start this and see how it goes. But then mm-hmm. kind of Tyler came in and, and stuck some energy into this thing, and now it's exciting. I sit on Indiana, the fan, live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning, this is uh, Jim Shovlin, and you are listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply, along with Justin Kenny from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net. Welcome in this kind of gloomy-looking Saturday morning, but, uh, hey, it's it's all sunshine in the studio here, isn't it, Justin? Yeah, yeah, sure, it's all something. Yeah, it's all something. We'll yeah. roll with it. Yeah, You've got two weeks to get your Christmas Christmas yeah, I should going. probably start. You I should, know. too. You know, it, usually at this time, our tree underneath the tree is just filled with wrapped presents. We have zero wrapped presents. And that's uh, the, the the direct responsibility of a three-week-old at home. But my wife has finally said this weekend she's going to wrap some presents. But she feels up against it because usually she's done by this time. Far from it now. She's been a little busy. A little bit. Yeah, do I would give her a do pass. any wrapping. No, no, no. I mean, I would do the wrapping, but then I am told that that's a terrible job and I need to rewrap it. I must have gone to the same seminar that you <laughs> went to about wrapping presents. What I would do, well, you can't even do this anymore because well, I subscribe digitally to the paper. Mm-hmm. But used to you take the, the Sunday morning comics and the and the Saturday evening comics sure. from the New Sentinel and that was my wrapping paper. Yeah. And then I used to wrap presents with that. Oh, can do a crummy job, but hey, at least yeah, you could at least you could get a laugh out yeah. of not only the the work of art that I gave them, <laughs> but read but, Calvin and Hobbes too. Exactly. Yes, yes. So, uh yeah, anyway, two weeks. Uh I'm an extra large and then uh, uh in the top and then uh, you know, large in any kind of sweatpants or anything like that for for those that uh, I'll shut up now. Anyway, hey, got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, we're going to be uh, giving you the basketball scores from last night. Uh, we will also be talking with our usual uh, check-ins with uh, University of St. Francis Athletics with Mike McCaffrey, the athletic director there. Then we will talk with Dan Vance, media relations director, social media director of the Fort Wayne Maddens. They were in action last night. And then uh, talk with Michael Franke, uh, president of the Fort Wayne Comets, in our weekly Comet chat. Comets were in action last night. Uh, Have uh, we talked to him after a win yet this year? Have they won on Friday? Boy, it's cloudy out. <laughs> because I, usually, 
We were talking about wins on Saturday. Yes. We were the good luck charm. Yeah. Now maybe not. Or so he said. Now <laughs> we're just a charm. We're just lucky he picks up the phone. It's always unknown when we dial the number. <laughs> yeah, but he does not uh, sugarcoat anything. No, that is all. for certain. And uh, he sees what the fans see. And uh, we'll see. Although, now, 5-4 on the road, getting beaten regulation, so got no points out of the deal last night. Was under the impression, reading Justin Cohn's article this morning, quotes from Ben Boudreaux, you know, the team played better. Uh, the defense played much better than they had before. They made multiple trades over the week as well. So uh, as we talk to Michael later on in the show, we will uh, address that and see what these trades and the impact that they would like to have these trades uh, do for the roster. So we'll we'll see what happens uh, as we go forward on that. But uh, uh, schedule doesn't get any easier. They're home tonight on Coliseum Ice, but that hasn't been friendly to them. And, uh, oh, by the way, they're taking on the Cincinnati Cyclones. And then uh, tomorrow uh, they, they head to Toledo. However, Toledo is almost in the exact same boat as the Comets right now with their struggles. Yeah, a fair amount of problems for Toledo, and they're probably having the same amount of conversation that uh, that we are here in Fort Wayne about what's going on with their team. But this is a byproduct of success, is when you are mediocre. I mean, well, I don't think the Comets are bad, but they're just mediocre so far this year through 18 games. When the expectation is so high, yeah, then you're going to hear grumblings. So... Uh, that's the, you're a byproduct of your success, and right now that's where the K's are in terms of struggles on the ice because a whole hell of a lot of people expect better. Exactly. 46862, Automotive Color and Supply, text line 46862. Put TS in front of your message, if you will, please. And, uh, yeah, the comments uh, with that loss last night then have uh, fallen to five, is it five, eight and five? Uh, I think so. Five, eight, and five. Uh, just five regulation wins for the K's and um, three overtime losses, two shootout losses. Yeah. So sitting at uh, five, eight, and five, and in the Central now, sixth in the Central. Top four teams make it in the playoffs, and I know we got a long way to go until playoffs. But but as I say, the points count the same whether it comes in November, December, or March and April. And the K's now sixteen points behind the Fuel at the top of the Central. And if we're we're watching the standings, four points behind Wheeling for that fourth spot. But Toledo with only 16 points through 19 games. So they're not doing much better than the Ks right now. Yeah. And uh, if, if you're looking at the top four, we're, we're just a couple, three wins away from, uh, from getting somewhere uh, in, in the playoff picture. But so, it, yeah, it's not dire, although from a Comet perspective in, in what's what the expectations are, yes, it is, because we just, as a community, aren't used to that. Right. So, anyway, we'll uh, we'll see how things unfold there. Uh, Indiana Pacers were in action last night on the road or in uh, against Washington. Uh, Buddy Heald led Indiana with 28 points. Tyrese Halliburton chipped in with a double-double, 23 points, 11 helpers. Uh, the Pacers host Brooklyn tonight at 7 o'clock at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Um that's their 14th win of the season already, and uh, I don't think anybody expected 14 no. wins before the end of uh, 2022 out of this uh, Pacer team as uh, un after the draft uh, with Ben Mathurin uh, chipping in like he has and Tyrese Halliburton uh, uh, letting any naysayers know why that trade with Sacramento was made last year too. So 
anyway, Pacers winners, 121-111 over Washington. Matt Antsfall, 129-119 to Windy City and Hoffman Estates, Illinois. They will play there again tonight. We'll talk to Dan Vance a little bit later on in the show uh, and talk about uh, the showcase that's coming up once again and get his uh, weekly update on that. Uh, it was um, Traveling Queen came back, scored 33 points uh, for the Mad Ants and uh, just pretty much filled the stat sheet for them. And uh, he was the MVP of the league last year and also the playoff MVP, you know, teaming with Justin Anderson, who was a first-team all-league selection last year, and Gabe York, who's just shooting the lights out. Um, love to watch Gabe York play, but I I have this feeling that we won't be able to watch him much longer. Yeah, I think it's it's up. time to move on and play with kids about his same level, and and uh, he is he is very worthy of that. Anyway, talk to Dan a little bit later on about that. But right now, let's take a look at some of the uh, high school basketball scores from last night. A lot a lot of boy girl double headers uh, that took place last night and uh, last night at Concordia where they dedicated the gym to the late Eugene Parker, and I can remember when he was a cadet back in uh, graduating in 1974 before he went on to Purdue University. What a prolific scorer he was, Um, and and wasn't a a gigantic guy either. Um, Shade over six foot in high school, pretty good-sized afro back (laughs) in the 70s. Now, did they count that on their height? I'm not sure. I I wonder. I couldn't grow one. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if, if you could, you did yeah. uh, back then. So uh, it was uh, Eugene was just so tremendous in uh, in high school and uh, that unique gym anyway at Concordia. And the cage. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they uh, did some renovations to it, and it looks tremendous. And winning in exciting fashion last night. Three, How about that? Three free throws with zero on the clock. Yeah, for three free throws. And, and by the way, the final score, 52-51 Concordia over Carroll. But, yeah, the free throws came with uh, with no time left on the clock. It was uh, three free throws. Avery Cook hits the first. And then I believe, uh, according to uh, Vicki Jacobson's uh account in the journal gazette this morning uh his second one bounded hit the front of the rim back of the rim and then went in and i saw on the highlights zone i saw the uh third one the uh the culminator if yeah. you will and uh barely touched net i mean just yeah right straight through. in and then turned and was enveloped by players and and fans a cool moment at concordia last night now you talk about ice in your veins right okay avery cook if you're running a business, you hire Avery Cook for what role? Oh, he's, he's the guy that, that comes up clutch he's, for you. He, he, and, and when you're in a pinch, you're going to Avery Cook. Yeah, you're going to Avery, going, hey, Avery, we need help. We need a miracle. Yeah, we need oh, a closer I'm, here. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, wow. Anyway, Concordia gets the win over the Carroll Chargers, 52-51. It was Homestead over Bishop Dwanger, 50-48. Seth Coughing in the Bishop Lewers Knights. Take care of Northrop, 66-54. It was Northside over Southside in the uh, Battle of the Civil War of Fort Wayne. 77-63, Tate Johnson, I think, had about 22 points. Yeah, 22 legends. points for, for North. It was Snyder uh, getting uh, uh, the short end of the stick against Wayne, 62-57. 
Busco uh, throttles South Adams 52 to 28. Speaking of throttle, Fremont 90, Hamilton 31. Ooh. It was uh, Angola over Garrett 48 to 29. Bluffton uh, loses to Lakeland Christian 55 to 43. And uh, those are uh, most of the boys' scores from the area. And on the girls' side, it was uh, Mark Redding's Carroll uh, Chargers beating Concordia 68-41. Rod Parker and the Homestead Spartans, uh, Lady Spartans 57-21 over Bishop Dwanger. And my buddy Nick Gamble with his Mad Ants hoodie was always in the background. Uh, oh, every, yeah, lurking. Every, oh, my gosh. getting <laughs> he, he knows exactly where the cameras are going to be. <laughs> and uh, Nikki G., is, uh, is going to get that time uh, regardless. It was um, Northrop 67 to 18 over Bishop Lewers. And uh, this Northrop team obviously is stacked. They, I mean, yes. this, this this team is is full of talent. I mean, all over, all over the roster. Yeah, Katie Jackson has done a great job in her second year at Northrop. And, of course, her daughters come over from Carroll when she got that job. Her her young daughter Swin, who's a freshman, is coming in, and it, it's always that the oh the the youngest is always the best mm-hmm. kind of thing with families. But in this case, it it definitely could be Swin is a tremendous talent, and uh, this is a team already eight and one. Their lone loss to Noblesville. We have to wait until the final regular season game of the year, Jim, and so we see Northrop play Homestead. That could settle the. SAC girls championship in the regular season. So we have a ways to get between now and then, but Homestead is as advertised. Northrop is as advertised. Of course, Homestead's two losses to Noblesville and Huntington North in that overtime game. That was uh, a great shot uh, by the half court by Huntington North to win that one. But those two teams seem to be the class of the SAC this season. Indeed. And other scores from around the area. It had, uh, Northside over Southside in girls play 55-32. I believe it's the first time Northside has beaten Southside in quite some time. First time in 18 years and 23 straight losses for Northside to Southside in girls. And that ended last night. And, and talking about the, the, the changing of the guard in the SAC, when you looked at Southside, who has been there for a long time, 0-4 in the league this season. Concordia, who has been there a long time, 0-4 in the league. Bishop Lures, who has been there for a long time, just scoring 18 points last night in a loss. And we're seeing Northrop, Homestead, and Snyder as those teams. So Homestead, of course, we're used to them being up there. Snyder, the same. Carroll, one and two. They're kind of uh, of middling right now in the middle of the pack. But Northrop, I think it's always cool when we see programs that are not uh, have not had much recent success jump up there. And in the SAC, it could be a tale of that on both the boys and girls side this year. Northrop. On the on the girls' side, and then you look at the boys. Wayne is three and zero, one and zero in the SAC. They won four games mm-hmm. last year, Jim. Yes. You look at Carroll, who's two and one, dropped that close one last night, but they won all of two games last year. They already won two games this season, so uh, I think we're going to see some different flavors, some different teams toward the top of the SAC in both boys and girls this year, and and that's cool. I, I like to keep it fresh and and some changeover a little bit, and I think we're definitely going to see that this season. Definitely. Other scores from around the area last night. Uh, did I mention the Snyder score? No. Snyder 67-43 over Wayne. It was Belmont beating East Noble 53-22. to Columbia City takes down Norwell 82-66. to How about that? Yeah, that's uh, kind of an impressive score, huh? 
My goodness. High scoring. Okay. Uh, it was uh, Heritage 51-32 over Southern Well. Podcasts by Federated Media.